Because he like freaks out because like that's how his dad died. Yeah. That, also, uh, when you said beasting like, earlier, yeah. I want to give like a quick shout out to Celtic woman with a bee's wing. Um. Sarah, it's bee swing. <laughs> I think about that sometimes and I laugh. Like, I literally think about that sometimes. Mm, so yeah. funny. Yep. Oh, wow. Yes, that Harry Styles. He is, um, he's just the whole package. He really is. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. From his fingernail paint to his butterfly tattoos to his, to his package. fucking face to his package. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but that, honestly, that jumpsuit that he was wearing is so ugly, but I'm I know. obsessed with it. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, and Kelly said this last night about um, just him as an artist. Like he does such a good job of marrying melancholy with like nostalgic like beats. You know what I mean? Yes. What's that song where the music video he's in the the town with the fish? I don't know. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. God, I mean, one, I, I think I still have YouTube pulled up. So hold on. That one is so good. Um, and that one where this song reminds me of that song. Wow, so glad he's back. Is it back. adore you? Yeah. Is it yeah. adore you? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So we're covering Harry Styles on the pod today. <laughs> no, I mean, I wish. We I should mean, do a Harry Styles I would do episode. a deep dive on that beautiful man. Let's see. We should see if he has a sister. Olivia Wilde is the luckiest person. I mean, okay, so first you start and you marry Jason Sudeikis. So like literally yeah. so jealous. Then yes. you're with fucking... Harry Styles. I cannot. I cannot. No, I mean, good for her, honestly. I, God, I love her. Uh, I saw the most random article about Ben McKenzie and like from the BOC <laughs> and the New York Times the other day. It was like amazing. Ben McKenzie, m- best known for his role on the OC. Apparently he like hates cryptocurrency and like oh that's what the article was about. <laughs> it was like, this is on, this is in the New York Times. Like, so I had this like person, I mean, calling it a personal victory is a stretch, but on Friday I was like determined to get this one work thing done that I've been working on for the last like three weeks. And I was like, gonna get it done on Friday if it fucking killed me. And I was like prepared to work after five. I was like, it wasn't even hard. It was just tedious. It was taking me forever. And Rachel, I literally finished at five o'clock exactly. Wow. And I was like, this is a triumphant moment. That is a triumphant Amazing. moment. I love that. So proud of you. you. Can you imagine if Harry Styles was in the TV show slash book series we were going to talk about today? I feel like he'd fit (laughs) right in. (laughs) For a second, I like forgot what we were going to talk about. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he should be in the next season. Uh, Recast recast one of the Bridgerton boys with Harry with Harry Styles. I mean, just maybe just add add one. Just add one in. He can be like a cousin. Yeah, just add him in. I don't want to recast anybody because I love everybody so much. Oh, my God. I know. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. So, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Bridgerton today. Lady Whistledown's in the house. (laughs) That's right. She is reporting here live. (laughs) Dear reader. Or no, gentle reader. (laughs) That's what she says. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Also, hi. Welcome to the Red Wine Sisterhood. 
Oh yeah. Hey. A podcast where we, you know, drink wine and dive into all things sister media. So, you know, just by the way, we are on social media. We're on Instagram at Red Wine Sisterhood Podcast. Let me confirm our email address. I was like, we, I was like <laughs> we have an email that we've never released. This is good. Oh, sweet. I just typed GM into my <laughs> browser. So cool. You can reach us at Red Wine Sisterhood Podcast at gmail.com. Amazing. So yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. Also, like we really, we know we talk, well, Sarah and I talk all the time, but we, we talk about the podcast a lot. And like, you know, I know that there are things in the sister media sphere that we don't know about. So like, if you have something that you love sister related or, or anything like that, like, please tell us so we can cover it. Yeah. We'd love that. It'd be so fun. Honestly, like as loosely sister related as you want. Yeah. You know, totally totes we're we're here for it all we totally are and i have to tell you and i'm gonna say this before we even get into bridgerton i was so against bridgerton when it first came out i was too oh my god we should talk about that because i okay i feel less alone suzanne was the one who was like what are you doing get over yourself and watch this stupid show and i was like "Eh." and i remember i watched the pilot and i was just like i don't know if this is for me Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I watched like the whole season in two days after that. Yes. Um, and yep. it was also the pandemic. There wasn't a lot going on. Um, it's still the pandemic, I suppose. It is truly captivating and the characters are so good. And, yeah. you know, kind of looking at it from the lens of like siblings and family has been really cool because I think it's going to be we have a lot of things that we can talk about, which is super fun. But we're going to talk mostly about the second season today yes. um, because, yeah, it's all about sisterhood. It's really fascinating. But Sarah, why were you against Bridgerton? What's your Bridgerton story? Um, I don't really know why I was against it. I just like didn't. I honestly I have absolutely no idea. I just like wasn't into it. I'm never like super into like period things. Yeah. And then I'm sure it was Kelly who probably like was my Suzanne in the situation who was like, get over yourself. And then I finally watched it and it's just like amazing. And then I've been reading the books because again, my friend Kelly was reading them and she was, she read like, I think she read the first four over like the week of Thanksgiving because she was just (laughs) home the whole time. She read one like in, in one day and she was just, she just couldn't stop reading them. And so I said, like, after I was done reading Percy Jackson, I would jump in and then I started. And now I'm just like, especially now that I've read them, I'm so like bought into this whole because even before I was just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll watch it. It's fun. Like, you know, whatever. But now that I've read them, I'm like in I'm in for life. So um, it's so good. I'm so happy you're reading them. I love season two even more than season one. So it's interesting with the books, the they basically go in age order except for the first two, I think. Oh. Because Daphne's book is first and then it's Anthony's, but Anthony's is older than Daphne. And then it goes like Benedict, Colin, Eloise, and then the younger right. one. So besides right, those right. two, it's in age order. And I have no idea why that is. Anyway, like Daphne's was good. The first season was, you know, it was good. It was they great. only... They only get better, though, is what I'm getting at. So, like, I'm so happy that we're diving into the other characters. I was thinking earlier today, like, not only is it so much about sisterhood with the two main female characters, Edwina and Kate, but there are so many fucking sisters in this show. 
It's like, everywhere. We we should when a little bit more comes out or as you read more of the books. Yeah. We should absolutely do like an episode devoted to the Bridgerton sisters specifically and like the Featherington sisters specifically too. Yeah, it's I just would love it's that. so they're just they're everywhere. Yeah. It's sisters really cool. Pop, sisters popping out of everywhere. So anyway, <laughs> um I'm super pumped. I just thought that this season was just um uh, flawless. Like truly perfection. Absolute Ugh. perfection. Loved it so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's sort of dive in. <laughs> so this little thing that I did earlier, it's, um, it's kind of broken up in like couplets. So like the, the episodes are like together. So this is just like episodes one and two. So what I'm going to okay. do, I'm going to read like a brief little synopsis and then we're mm-hmm. going to talk about it. Okay. Obsessed. Okay. So episodes one and two. So one, if you have not seasons, if you have not seen season two of Bridgerton, turn this off right now and go watch it. I do not want to spoil as Rachel, this for you. As Rachel likes to say, walk, don't run and go watch. Right, Bridgerton. Like, be, like, be careful. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> in the first episode of Bridgerton season two, we see that Anthony Bridgerton, the eldest sibling and the head of the Bridgerton household wants to fulfill his marriage duty. So he's not really looking for love and he's very clear on this, but he's, you know, trying to find the perfect wife basically. And so in the meantime, we have some newcomers to the season, the Sharma family, (laughs) uh, consisting of Lady Mary and her two daughters, Kate and Edwina, and they arrive and it's really exciting. So right off the bat, um, this is kind of what I said. You just see, the sister dynamic. Uh, Kate is so overprotective. Yes. For good yes. reason. But totally. also it's like, whoa. But also like, wow. Yeah. It's so intense. And like, you know, we'll talk about it as we, you know, progress throughout the season. But I didn't even really know who Edwina was until she was mad at Kate, basically. Right. And then yeah, I was because like, like, oh, Kate, you're like- awesome. Kate gave her no space to like be a human. No, it didn't. No. And th- honestly, like their sisterhood and that dynamic, and like Edwina as a human is, I think that's like done better in the show than in the books. Because like, mm. I mean, they they just kind of have to show and like flesh out those characters a little bit more. It can't just be about like the love story. Anyway, just like, yeah, when just yeah. What? She's so shy. <laughs> she's so she's so shy and small, and um, just overshadowed by Kate. I know, and it's so it's so interesting. To Not that Kate's being boisterous, but like just in like a controlled, right. like protective way. So sorry. To- I forgot no, how totally. to speak to humans. <laughs> I also love like the subtle details of the show, like how Kate wears really bold colors mm-hmm. um, and doesn't buy into the like muted white cream blah 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 color she's always wearing like teal or like deep purple or lilac she's just like flawless when she wears orange towards the end of the season i was exploding (laughs) it's unreal yeah so amazing and it's just it's really like a true to her character you know and Edwina is just sort of in her shadow but also wants to be that perfect kind of girl that's courted and she's so polite so nice does everything right and like which is great because the queen in Bridgerton you know she's sort of responsible for choosing the season's diamond so that's like the most desirable you know lady right and she gets it hell yeah she gets it and and 
kind of like in a manipulation. The queen's kind of doing that, you know, to figure out who Lady Whistledown is. So it's not exactly pure, but I mean, it works out. Obviously, it's like fine. Right. Yeah. Um, also, so like, who else would it be? Honestly, I know. I know. So it's it's interesting. This show's so fascinating because there's like so many different things going on and there's so many different players, you know, doing different things at different times. But what I loved about this, you know, especially with the sisterhood, it's they're like all each other has. Like their dad's passed away. They're close with their mom, but like they're super close and in a very really reminded me of white Christmas and like Mm -hmm. a very like mother hen and little chick kind of thing, (laughs) you know? So basically Kate and Anthony meet and he's like really into her at first. Cause she's like, she looks stunning too. She's like a cloak on and she's running. She's like horseback riding. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. It's so intense. But then of course I know. Then of course he's the Viscount. So he's like very, you know, desirable. Right. And so it's drama, drama, drama. Edwina wants to get in with him and it's like kind of awkward. Um, so anyway, Anthony and Kate are immediately just like at odds with each other because they're obsessed with each other, but we'll get there. And when her sister gets chosen as the diamond, Kate, she's just like, you're not going to be matched with him. Like, cause she overhears him, you know, kind of, you know, talking to some guys about just like his unrealistic expectations of what he wants right. his wife to be. It's like absolutely insane. Yeah. Like he is completely in the wrong here. It's like not cool what he's talking 100%. about. If yes. I heard a dude talking like this and then you were like, I want to date him. I'd be like, no, Mm-mm. I actually like really relate to Kate's overprotectiveness, like deeply on like a spiritual level. Yeah. Um, I'm not as obvious, but I feel all of those feelings like deeply inside. Right. So yeah, like I, like I get it. So anyway, so, oh, and then there's just like the side plot with Eloise, but we don't really need to talk about that. Right. But I, my, my thing here that I said, I said, Anthony, Anthony is such a dick in the beginning. He's so guarded. And I said, but I'm in love with him. <laughs> like truly. I know he's just, he's so, he just has, he's not like mysterious, like hiding. He's just mysterious because you know that there's more there and he know that he has walls yes. up. And I think like an important detail when you mention, I mean, obviously everyone who's listening, I hope has seen the show, but like, yes, they're immediately at odds and yes, they're immediately obsessed with each other. But the reason there's so much friction is because like Edwina absolutely refuses to, or no, 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 no. Kate absolutely refuses to accept that she would have feelings for anybody because she's so hell bent on not marrying that's not what she's here to do she's just like it's not an option so she's like suppressing all of that because it like ultimately to her at this point is like completely moot because she's going to be leaving like anyway i know it's such a it's an incredible sacrifice yeah yeah Yeah. she closes herself off to the idea before it's even like an option and then like here comes this like truly prince charming truly like gorgeous man like Oh, yep. So hot. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, it's she's just like, I'm going to do this for my sister because, well, there's all this other stuff too. how like they their family needs money. And there's all this other there's all these other motives that Kate is just trying to take control and do everything for the family, which kind of ends up biting her in the ass a little bit. But 
I talk about Kate like being kind of a control freak, but Edwina kind of just like lets it happen. She's just like, whatever. She's just yeah. like, mm, yeah, like take care of me. Like, you know what I mean? So she's, she really doesn't have a voice yet, you know? Right. Right. After the, the first two are very like establishing episodes, like, right. you know, some stuff happens. You kind of know stuff, you know, you're like, Ooh, like, mm, but there's nothing like crazy that happens. Yeah. Just getting to know the so characters, after, the lay of the land, yeah. all of those kinds of things. Yes. So episodes three and four. So fucking Anthony's like, I don't care. I'm still going to go after you. Like he's so aggressive. He's so determined. And And it's just because he wants the brightest, shiniest thing. And it's just, this is when he just, he's so gross at the beginning. Cause it's just like, I know he's so gross. It's only, he's just like, I have to have the diamond. I'm the Viscount. Exactly. He's like, she's going to be the lady of the household. She's the perfect suitable match. I know. And like Daphne is like, I love her because she's just like talking about like what love is. And he's like lying to her. He's like, oh, yeah, that's how I feel for her. It's like, no, you don't. And like, I I feel bad for Edwina because she's like so innocent. She's innocent. Like almost it's almost like too much. I know. It's almost like it's kind of right. Yes. It's like, yes, I totally agree. And I understand that like it's it's the time. It's it's just it's so starkly different from Kate, too. And I'm wondering if that's why it seems so exaggerated. But I guess. Yes. Kate just seems more normal because she's more the way that women act today. Yes. But I don't know. It's just it's so interesting and I just love it. She's like, yes, my lord. Like she's like robotic almost. Right. Specifically. So the episode I was watching before this one or maybe it was. Do they play the croquet game in the third episode? I think it's the third episode. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's the one that I was finishing up before I came in here. But right when she's right when they're like starting Daphne's like tell them telling them how to play. And she's like, oh, yes. Like, I'm sure it will be great fun. Like, blah, blah, blah. Sportsmanship, <laughs> whatever. And I'm just like, who is your it's so robotic. And she's it's so sweet. And I don't want this to come off as like making fun. I'm not like I love her. She's great for the you know. Anyway, it's just it's very interesting. No, I know. But you just see increased tension between Kate and Anthony. Like, they're just like... But it's also, like, apparent that they are such a good match for each other because they are very similar. They challenge Uh, each other. Totally. And that's what you need in a partner. So, yeah, yeah, when they go to the country house, there's lots of flashbacks of Anthony's dad's death. It's, like, really upsetting. He died. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. But his dad died of a bee sting, which is like so upset. It's like so dramatic. It's so sad, but uh, whatever. But they, but they go to the country and, oh my God, Daphne's like, oh, you must be Miss Edwina. And it's like, Kate, it's like, LOL. But when they play, well, I guess they call it Paul Mall, but I'm going to call it Croquet. That was like, that is the most relatable thing I've ever seen on television. Honestly, same. Yeah. I want to now play. I wish we had like. I just wish we had like acres so that we could play like Ugh. crazy croquet like that. Cause if we do, it's going into the street or the cow farm. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But this was such an interesting scene too, because you really see like how Edwina just like, she doesn't, she doesn't know what to do. She Mm-mm. doesn't know how to act. She's not competitive. She's a lady. Right. And like all the Bridgerton siblings are like, it's like their class like goes out the window and they just have fun and like that's what kate does too she's just like oh yeah like and that's anyway but they have like a moment in a mud bog where they start like laughing oh my god so it's amazing like 
And is this the first time that they get like really like close and are like breathing on each other sexually? That's when she gets stung by the bee at the end of the episode. Oh, because he like freaks out because like that's how his dad died. Yeah. That, also, ugh, when you said bee sting like, earlier, yeah. I want to give like a quick shout out to Celtic woman with a bee's wing. Um. Sarah, it's bee swing. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that sometimes and I laugh. Like, I literally think about that sometimes. So yeah. funny. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is this gets a little bit intense because Edwina's like, he's going to propose, he's going to propose. And then he's like, he acts like he's going to propose at dinner. And then he like doesn't just like super awkward. And Edwina's like super yeah. sad. And like, it's it's hard because Kate's like there for her for sure and super protected. But she doesn't like that's my one qualm with her sisterhood. I think until the end. Kate doesn't really listen to her. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I basically know what's best and I'm here yeah. for you. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. As, as you just said, knows what's best. Mother knows best from Tangled. Just like mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really all over the place today. <laughs> and I'm into it. Oh, um, gosh. So Kate does reveal that when they do get married, cause like, um, how does he propose? I like forget to Edwina. Yeah, I forget. They're leaving. They're like literally about to leave Aubrey Hall with like everyone else after oh, the ball and everything. Oh. Because before the ball, Edwina's like a basket case because she's just like, he hasn't proposed. Like he would have done that by now. Right. Like it's not going to happen. And then they're like about to leave. And I can't remember what triggers Anthony to do it. But he like runs out and and does it right there. And it's right. all very dramatic and gross. And so he, at the end of the episode and then it goes to credits <laughs> and it's classic oh that's right yeah i like literally hate them together because it's just not correct it's not right right. it's not and it's just it's so and like they have sweet moments you know it's like i think after they are engaged you see a few sweet moments when they're like having tea or something and they're talking about books or you know he's like he's nice but it's just it's awkward and there's nothing awkward and forced and also like i know it's the time but like she looks like a 16 year old baby angel child oh my god i know you know it's it's just so gross yeah no we're not into it but anyway kate lets them know that she's gonna go back to india once they get married which is like super sad and like super upsetting but she's just yeah hell-bent on like you know doing her own thing um, and that's also like such a role that the older sister can kind of fall into of, you know, putting their little sister or younger sibling before themselves and like feeling like, you know, I think Kate just feels tremendous responsibility for her family mm-hmm. like Anthony. Cause they're it's, the same. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to episode five and six. So here's the little synopsis and then we'll talk about it. Synops? Once. Maybe I'll read it like ladle, lady, ladle, <laughs> lady. Once news of I can't do it. It would be so bad. I wish I could. Once news of Anthony and Edwina's engagement spreads, Edwina's grandparents, the Sheffields, aka the worst people alive, arrive in London. So they have a huge argument at this dinner. So in the aftermath, Edwina learns about there's that like a trust fund that the Sheffields have set up for her, only for it to be removed when Anthony disinvites them from the wedding. So like they had this all set up, which Kate had done, like set it up. And then it's not a thing anymore. Cause Anthony's like, get the fuck out. They're so, so awful. The Sheffields are so fucking awful. Oh my God. 
All right. Yeah. So that's basically episode five. Because the wedding is episode six. So we'll talk about episode six in a second. But yeah, they are so awful. And like that's also another thing too, like where there's a lot of secrecy with Kate mm-hmm. and that's never a good thing. Right. Um, and that's why this, when we get to the end of the season, like that's why this episode, this, wow, that's why this sisterhood's so cool because it really does grow during this right time. Yeah. It's really beautiful. They, yeah, I love how it's such a dual love story. It's just a love story in the romantic sense, but also like a sister love story. It's just, it totally is. I love it. (sighs) I love it. And you know, so while this is happening, Kate and Anthony have had, like I told Xander, like this season should be called long stares and breathing (laughs) because like, that's just like what is happening like all the time. I'm so like much it, breathing like into it. It's such tense breathing. So much tension. Yes. And it's amazing. And so she's having these encounters with Anthony. She is so into him. And obviously he's into her. And I think also, um, I don't know if this has happened yet. I think it happens in episode five where they're in a room together alone. And he finally is like, like I can't you are the object of like my of all uh, my desires oh my god I like the way he talks I'm like excuse me when he's like yelling at her but it's about how much he loves her I'm just like same it's unreal dude I can't even get to what is it I think it's episode seven when he's ordering her to go inside like that part like I was like not okay (laughs) I was like, not well. I was like, holy shit. No, but basically like she has this secret thing going on with him, like breathing in his face and like they're like close and he's like smelling her and it's like really Yeah, intense. it's a lot. It's very intense. Very but like intense. while that's like messed up, she's willing to put her true desired to the side for her sister, mm-hmm. which is unreal. It's unreal. And like, I don't, yeah. I think that like Kate, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's all your fault. Like when, you know, when we get to the next episode, but like she was willing to like, I mean, she was willing to give that up. It's just, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's wild. I'm getting. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, it is wild. It's such a, it's such a display of love and kind of like a backwards way, you know? Yes. No, I mean, but, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but love doesn't make sense. So we go on to the wedding. True. I hate the, like, Bridgerton t-shirt dress thing. I know. It's better for me this season than last season because I think I, like, am expecting it and, and I'm used to it. I but it. I, I agree. But at least it makes everyone's, like, boobs look pretty good when they're, like, smashed yeah, up I mean, there. Like, I, you know? I mean, it, it, could be, it could be worse. But like it's like everybody's dress. I love the dress. male like tie situation. Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah, it was Xander a lot. was telling me earlier how he had to wear that for fox hunting when he was growing up. So amazing. Yeah, it's like a lot. So when the wedding starts, Edwina realizes that Anthony and Kate have feelings for each other because he's basically at the altar looking at Kate, imagining their wedding day. This part actually made me laugh out loud because like, and then like, he's like supposed to repeat after the archbishop or something. And he's like, what? Yeah. He just like, doesn't hear. He's like literally not paying attention at his own wedding. (laughs) 
like worst case scenario like that's not what we want i mean yeah it's so awful and sad and hard and like no one handled anything correctly and it just oh breaks my whole heart it's really it's really it's really crazy and she just screams like i need a moment and she just like leaves and you know kate just feels awful but it's finally this is when like edwina becomes a person Mm -hmm. and she's like what the fuck and like i can see that you have feelings for him right and oh my god this whole part too there's more breathing there's a lot more (laughs) breathing in like closets (laughs) i was like (laughs) and thank god they finally made out at the end of this episode because i was like if they don't yeah i I was i was at my wits end is this like the full? is this like the full hookup or do they make out no they just they just make out on the altar it's beautiful oh right it's like the most oh, passionate yeah. thing i've ever seen in my life oh same wow i can't wait to like rewatch this whole season i'm just I'm gonna, gonna rewatch keep on, all of I'm just gonna keep on going tonight. when i leave tonight i mean same i just love how angry edwina got like i was like finally like there you are like of yeah. course you're pissed like right it's so good and she's yes. so she's so mad she's so so mad she's like not only heartbroken but she's just betrayed and she's just like what the fuck truly what the fuck i know and it's it's fascinating because there's the whole queen element in in the background here because the queen's like i'm throwing this wedding like excuse me and edwina kind of catches the queen at a really vulnerable moment and sees her the king the husband who has like alzheimer's or something and yeah, she handles it so, so perfectly. That was so interesting. Ugh. It's so well done and so beautiful. And like yeah. that seeing that love, I don't know. There's just layers of layers of shit, you know? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the wedding episode, I was like, I was like vibrating. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is so much for me to handle <laughs> because when she's like hiding in the closet away from him and then he finds her and then they're like, breathe, like it's the breathing. More breathing. It's, more right. breathing. More breathing. Yeah. Tons more breathing. Yeah. So anyway, next two episodes. So So the last Anthony two, Kate, right? Or seven and yeah. eight. So they Let's continue to like go. pretend that they don't have feelings for each other. I mean, Anthony at this point is like, we kissed and Kate's like, No, we didn't. It's like Yeah, what? and in this like culture and time when you do that, like you just get married. Like mm-hmm. you just have to. Right. Like, wow, what a bummer. <laughs> yeah, like rats. But yeah, Kate's being so stubborn. So they end up hooking up and having sex. And oh. it's stunning. Like, truly. I was like, this is perfect because we waited so long. They're like outside. They're under this like trellis or like pergola or something. But they get in a fight before, which is my of favorite Of course they part. do. Of course they do. <laughs> oh my god love, yeah it's oh my god amazing mm. it's so good and i i love how much they use the word vex in this show like know, dad would be too. so excited <laughs> i know he's like why do you vex me so or like it's so great i love it's it really like, let's hot take let's like bring let's bring back. vex let's bring vex back let's bring it back yes let's do it i'm in i'm like i'm in i don't know who i'm gonna say it to besides you and dad but i mean i'm here for it though it's just such a dramatic word. Like, yo, you vex me. It's like, ooh, okay. Yeah, they say no, it a lot. Okay. So basically, 
yeah, like Sarah was saying, like if you had sex or kissed or did anything like that, like you'd have to get married because it was like scandalous. And so Kate feels enormous guilt after. Uh, and she goes horseback riding. And then <laughs> it was so dramatic. <laughs> like Anthony's like riding after her. It's raining. It's, it's like so dramatic. So, it's like the most dramatic scene I've ever seen. And it also like it was like so long. It went on yes. forever. So she falls off the horse and it's like really scary. And Anthony rescues her. Um, but he like can't bear to visit her because he can't bear if she died it's because of his dad. It's like so cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Edwina is right at her side because sisterhood is. is stronger than anything. Yeah, She's right there. It's so beautiful. And this whole part is so interesting because yeah, you really just see like the love showing up and it's, I love when she wakes up and then lady Bridgerton tells Anthony and he just starts crying like that part yeah. just like basically undid me. Like, oh my God. Yes. They're, <sighs> like Violet is so amazing. Oh my God. She's such a queen. She's, such, she's so She is such a queen. Oh my God. I have to read you the most beautiful thing I just saw on Instagram. One day, the mountain that is in front of you will be so far behind you, it will barely be visible in the distance. But the person you become in learning to get over it, that will stay with you forever. And that is the point of the mountain. I'm... <sighs> actually not okay to share that like uh. oh my god wait did I tell you about my wand and what it means did I tell you (laughs) no tell me okay okay oh my god I can't okay we're just having a wand moment okay so for anybody who doesn't know well no one knows (laughs) who would know this I went to this event last night with um my husband and like my sister anybody who doesn't know that's the funniest thing (laughs) no one knows So (laughs) I, so it was like a drag show, like super fun event, but there was this like vendor there who just like made, I mean, she had crystals. She had like just crazy shit. I was super into it, but she had a whole Harry Potter section and she had these beautiful handmade wooden wands and I love Harry Potter. And I was like, do I get one? And Xander was like, yes, you have to get one. You have to get a wand. And I was like, I don't know. So just like at Ollivander, I'm like, I'm seriously just like holding these wands. It was just like wild. Um, <laughs> and I found my wand and apparently it's Peruvian walnut. Um, and her husband hand makes them like, and they have like a studio, like this <sighs> woman, like she is like the cutest. She had like purple pigtails. I was just like obsessed with her, <sighs> you know, just like big hippie mama energy. Like that's what yes. it was. And I was like, I obsessed. am obsessed with you. Yeah. So she was the best. And I, you know me, I was like, I have to look up what Peruvian walnut means. Obviously. Like yeah. naturally. So it means strength, fertility, and wisdom, which was wow. very, That's a little bit too much to handle. Right. So I ended up telling her what it said and like what it meant to me. And then we hugged and then she hugged Xander. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. It was just the best. That's and amazing. Yeah. Oh, I meant to tell you, I called when I was talking to mom earlier. She's like, were you at a Harry Potter show? <laughs> I love her. What a precious baby angel. I was like, no, mommy. I, I wish not. though. I was, I mean, yeah, same. Like I wasn't at a Harry Potter show, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, dude. 
Wow. I'm so sorry. My, no, it's totally fine. My throat's like burning from that. Oh my god. I'm just like Gross. hanging out like right in there. Um I would totally go to like a Harry Potter book reading today in 2022. Same. Are they are they happening? Are those available? <laughs> I mean, not that I know of, but if they were. Yeah, it's like, here, let me read this 20-year-old book to an audience and charge <laughs> of, money. Of, okay. of like 20 to 40-year-old adults predominantly. <laughs> yeah, like all millennials. But like, I'm sorry, if you served drinks and if that person did voices. Hell yeah. I'm I sorry. Mean, we're on to something. It's true. I think we're, I think no we're on to something. No one take that idea. Okay, so we're Kate was like not awake when we left off, but not then she awake. regains concent- con- <laughs> consciousness. Concentration. <laughs> and, you know, they're so happy she's awake. Anthony is crying because he's so excited. And then they see each other at a ball. I don't know who, sh- who throws it. Oh, oh my God. I forgot one of my absolute favorite parts. And Tell I me. think it was. It might be in this episode. The Bridgerton, um, since the wedding didn't go um, through, they're kind of like in a little bit of a scandalous water. Right. And so they decide to throw a ball to kind of restore their oh name. Oh, my God. <laughs> and oh, no I one love shows, this part. No one shows up. And they all are in a circle together. And it's like Kate, it's Edwina, it's Anthony, it's everybody. And Eloise, who's like, there's a whole different thing going on there. But they all just dance. I, I was crying. Like I, I'm pretty I, sure also Eloise is the one that calls for the dance to start too, which is really like full circle because she's yes. the one that's so anti this whole city, but she like, she sees how not like heart, but it's just like a bewildering moment for everybody. And she's like, no, let's make the best of this. It's, and it's so amazing. Yeah, I it's, was, it's amazing. I loved it so much. Um, but they end up, they do end up going to another ball and I can't remember. Oh, it's the Featheringtons. They, yes, because, um, because Portia's up to, you know, she like gets rid of the Mm -hmm. Lord Featherington dude. Who's like scamming people for rubies and shit. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so they end up going there. This is where Kate is wearing the orange dress and she's a fucking queen. And Kate and Anthony, they dance together in front of everybody. Um, and it's scandalous. And this was one of my favorite parts too. It's amazing. I have like chills thinking about it. Yeah. And you see Edwina giving her full support. And then the queen like gives her full support and says like, you know, I was the reason that the wedding didn't go through. And then she's (laughs) like, why, why aren't you dancing? I mean, she's just like the shit. Apparently she's getting her own spinoff. Are you the one who told me that? Yes. Two things. Yes. One related, one non. One, well, my ghost both semi. One, I just tried to pick up my microphone thinking it was my wine glass. So first and <laughs> foremost, I would like that to be known. <laughs> but one thing we didn't talk about is before this ball, like before the end, after Kate wakes up, there are some great scenes between Kate and Edwina because... Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Kate learns from Edwina that Anthony hasn't come to see her. And we learned from Anthony that he just couldn't bear it, whatever. But I yeah. mean, Kate is upset. She is like, what the fuck? Like, it's right. upsetting. And then when he finally does, she's really closed off. She's not really interested in hearing what he has to say. And then there is an amazing scene between Kate and Edwina when, again, you finally see Edwina's 
personality when she just tells yes. Kate that like you've only ever done things for everyone else and only ever done things for the for the good of our family and it's so time for you to just do what is good for you and it doesn't matter what I need and it doesn't matter what happened with her and Anthony is what she's you know saying between the lines and it's like I think that is the empowerment that Kate needed to like feel okay to act on her feelings with Anthony because before then she was just always she was no matter what always going to put Edwina's feelings first and she needed permission she needed permission from her little sister to say like you deserve this too and it's because like we didn't mention Kate is Kate and Edwina are technically stepsisters like Kate is technically from um like not te- related she is her dad's child she is their dad's child from a different mother and so when their dad died their mother could have very easily just let her go on to wherever or whatever but really just adopted her into this family and it's like i think kate has always felt i think like an outsider and also like she's had to prove herself and like work to keep her place in some sort of like weird yeah or not like a total like where i work for you kind of way but just no, in like but, a, like, like edwin is gonna get married we're gonna make her sure she is settled first before i do anything for me and finally she gets permission to do something for her and then this last scene when they're dancing first they join this dance and other people are on the dance floor yeah people see they're dancing scandal like you said and then like everyone leaves to just like watch them and stare it's at like them so and I, I don't remember who i don't remember if it's the queen or lady danbury or whoever just like says something and just tell like yells at everyone to like start dancing no and it's they the finally queen join. because because yeah. she she's talking about how she's telling everybody like that the wedding didn't happen because of you know I guess it was her. She like right. is restoring the Bridgerton name and yeah. and she's like, don't they look amazing or something like that? And then she says it again and then she's like, well, why aren't you out there dancing with them? And then she like right. kind of like subtly says to Edwina, like my son's a prince. Like I'm going to hook you up with my son, which I am obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. So anyway, like I just think it's that such a beautiful is, ending. Yeah. It's such a beautiful for, full circle ending to this like, I don't know, definitely dynamic sisterhood, but on the surface, I mean, it's just like protective over sister, over sister, protective older sister, like beautiful flower, younger sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, there's more to the story and you really see that like come to fruition in this last episode. No. And it's, it is, it is so funny because if you think about it in the beginning, Edwina, you know, really wanted her sister's approval of Anthony. So she's like, you have to go hunting with him. You have to go like spend time with him or like whatever. Like I need you to like, you know, make that time because I need you to approve it. And then you're right. The full circle of like Edwina finally giving her blessing Mm -hmm. and also being like, you can, you like, you deserve love. Like you deserve to do this. Like, and Kate never like really feeling like that. Um, It's just so freaking stunning yeah. and absolutely perfect. And then they, oh, Anthony proposes to her and it's the fireworks and I melt into a thousand pieces. It's basically. perfect. Yes, it is. Basically. Well said. Perfect. Yeah. And, and the orange dress like, forever. 
and they like kiss and make out again i think and it's just Ugh. like perfect they sure do oh yeah they yeah i was like looking at like behind the scenes bridgerton things and like i'm just like obsessed i just yeah. went from i just have done like a real like 180 like i was <laughs> like this show's so stupid and even when you right. were gonna read the books i was like eh, like whatever and now i'm like i'm like here no I'm the in. books the books changed everything for me i just think it's like you said you said this you said it's a lovely world yeah and that's like even what i'm when, here for even when it's right like now. even when there's conflict it's still just like lovely yeah so i have a fun little i want to do some questions um Love what it. do you think we would be like if we were like in that era like do you think oh we would oh my goodness because that is such a our, funny question our parents are musicians so we would have been like poor probably right yeah I guess ideally like mom and dad would be like hired in-house musicians like in a yeah. home all the time like in in the Bridgerton home and then we would just Ooh, like yeah. live there oh yeah very Sabrina of us yeah exactly exactly right right and then I'd seduce uh, Linus Larrabee aka right. Harrison Ford <laughs> so <laughs> you can have Greg Kinnear that's fine I mean I mean obviously I get Greg Kinnear it's I mean, me. yeah. Woo. He's the shit. <laughs> what a crossover. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I think about that sometimes. It was such a different time. Yeah. Um, and your prospects and your worth were pretty much all about what your family did and what you looked like. And if you could ride a horse and play an instrument, I guess. Yeah, and also, like, pay a dowry to get married, too, is what you fucking need, which is disgusting, so. Who's your favorite Bridgerton boy? Uh, Benedict. Oh, yeah, when he, like, overdoses on the, like, Oh, my God, tea. that part is so funny. I was just watching that. It was in the last episode I just watched. Yeah, no. Um, no, my favorite, What? who's your favorite boy and girl? Well, my favorite is Anthony because I'm actually in love with him. Yeah. And then my favorite girl, it's probably Eloise. Same. Of like the Bridgerton clan. Like she's. Yeah. No. And also I'm, once you read her book, you will, you're going to just like, it's going to seal the deal for you. I love her. And I love Penelope. I mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with Lady Danbury or whatever the hell her name is. The way she talks. Every time she was like, Miss Shama and Miss Edwina Shama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a really good impression. Thanks. I've been practicing. Actually, I've just been hearing it like on repeat in my head right. because yes. it just was like almost triggering. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Oh, this is so fun. I mean, so fun. It was so cool to like, like you're saying, there's like a dual love story. And it was, mm -hmm. you know, I loved the first season, of course, but it was pretty one note. It was pretty much like the love story between the Duke and Daphne, which they expanded. Is they expanded so much into the world this season. And mm -hmm. yes. you know what I mean? Which yes. it was so and fun. I kinda, I kind of get it. I guess they maybe needed some buy-in to the story. And like, I know it got absolutely insane reception the first season. And I, and I think it's gotten even more insane reception the second season. And so totally, I'm so excited totally. for them to expand upon it. Actually, Kelly mentioned too. I don't know. I don't know if there's any truth to this, but she was saying she heard a rumor that the author of the books is like 
writing stories for some of the grandchildren. So it's just going to be like a never ending series. And so I was I like compared that to PJ because like once he finishes, he just like writes another series. Like, yep, exactly. (laughs) I mean, like, honestly, like I'm in because me too. Like I wish have them forever. I wish Harry Potter did that. But then J.K. Rowling decided to be an asshole. So I guess I don't wish that. Uh, But yeah, I was actually looking at her like works that she's done. And I was like, oh, damn, this bitch is writing a lot. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm just I'm so excited that this is like something that we we as like a culture will get a lot more of. But then like we as a podcast can also like circle back and do more of Bridgerton because it's just like bursting with family stuff, which is so fun. Really? It's it's great. And we can I think we can do some deep dives, too, um, in the future on some of these characters and sisters specifically outside of this this specific story. And it's just it's again, it's just it's lovely. And it, it only is. makes me feel good. Like even when I'm even when things in the series in the like whatever, eight or ten episodes aren't like. Like when he proposes to Edwina, for example, like I know that I know that the ending is going to be what I need it to be. Right. You know, I actually had I had like thoughts, though, when I got to tell you, like when I was watching the season, I was like, oh, my God, like this is going on for too long. Like, are they not going to end up together? It went on for (sighs) a really long time. My God. I was like, I am not. Rachel, I had the the same thought and I knew what was going to (laughs) happen. I had the exact same thought. Yeah, it it really did. But like, I was so happy at the end. And amazing payoff. Amazing payoff. And like, I just love like that build up. And the also like, even though like, yeah, they kind of like were shitty. The respect that Kate tried to have for her sister the whole time. Yeah. And then, you know. You know, I don't know. It's so funny because she's an older sister and she was trying to do that, trying to be that, you know, that was all she wanted to do. She just wanted to be protective, but she really just needed to be herself. And like, it took Mm -hmm. Edwina just being like, you know what? I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I was so like, Edwina sucks in the beginning. And then at the end I was like, I am obsessed with you. Obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. They did that really well. Yeah, they totally did. I read yeah. about her. She's 25 and she's like, she just graduated from Oxford. <laughs> she's um, like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Go so off, like, queen. She's I'm great. Obsessed. That's we amazing. Love, her. love yeah, that. We love her. Yeah. All right. Ugh. Well, ugh, cheers to Kate. Cheers to and all the Bridgerton boys. And Anthony specifically. And Benedict, yeah. I guess, too. I mean, I love him. Really just, I mean, honestly, all of them. Like, truly. I mean, yes. And also the Duke, who can't forget. Uh, Ugh, so hot. Never forget. We can't, we can't forget because, wow. And also Harry yeah. Potter and also Harry Styles. So. Mostly Harry Styles. <laughs> Bye. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.